0: one three eight one four five six seven, Or by emailing your questions or comments from collegeview.com We hope you'll take out your Bibles and study along with us As we begin an exciting study of God's Word on this edition of the Virtual Bible Study And welcome into the Virtual Bible
1: Study This is the Virtual Bible Study for Thursday, July sixteenth, 2009 We're glad you're a part of it tonight We look forward to your participation at 877-381-4567 Questions at collegeview.com You can also join in the discussion tonight with other listeners who are joining the program from Ustream.tv as they enter the chat room. Follow the instructions that are on your screen to go and be a part of the chat room where you can discuss the topic we will discuss tonight with other listeners. We hope you'll join in via the chat room tonight. We have an interesting topic planned for tonight, something we have not discussed on the virtual Bible study. We want to talk about social media and we want to look at dangers that social media presents to us as we're trying to live a life that's pleasing to God. Certainly, we do not condemn social media. We use social media on the Virtual Bible Study. You may be following us on Twitter. Uh, There is a Facebook group that listeners of the Virtual Bible Study have formed and have joined, and we do not condemn social media. There are certainly many good things that are being done with social media, but like many forms of media today today, we understand that there are dangers associated with it And tonight we want to talk about the dangers of social media We hope that you are ready to discuss the Bible with us tonight Specifically what God says about social media My father Greg Gwyn, is out tonight He is preaching in Lewisburg, Tennessee My name is Jacob Gwynn And in my father's seat tonight, James Buchanan is here James, welcome back to the virtual Bible study Well, it's good to, good to be here We're glad to have you here James, uh, we uh, want to talk tonight about what the Bible says about social media. And, you know, the, the Bible, there's no way the Bible could have referenced social media when it was written 2,000 years ago. Uh, there was uh, obviously nothing in the world like social media today, but we believe the Bible does teach us about social media. Can you explain what we mean there? Well, the Bible gives
2: us guidelines for everything that we do and everything that we participate in and every tool that we choose to use um, and how we decide to use that. And so the principles that we read about in the scriptures apply to uh, everything that we do, and social media would certainly be included in that. Um, social media in and of itself, of course, is not something that's wicked. It's it's simply a technology. It's a tool.
1: But Peter wrote in Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3, According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So we have all that we need as it pertains to life and godliness. The principles of God's word can direct our life in the area of something as new as social media. We can find instruction from God's word that will tell us how we should allow that to influence our life.
2: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, uh, as a child of God, as a Christian, And as one who is trying to walk in the footsteps of Christ, um, I need to be concerned. All of us need to be concerned about walking in his footsteps, whether we're doing so in our everyday lives at work, school, or whether we're doing so online. And how we handle ourselves online is just as important as how we handle ourselves when we're – face-to-face or when we're doing other activities.
1: Eight seven seven three eight one four five six seven. 381 4567 questions at com. Please join in on the discussion now. The line is open. We're waiting to hear from you. We'd like to know your thoughts. Likely, James, many of our listeners are participants in social media tonight. Again, we want to enf- uh, emphasize that we are not condemning social media. James, you uh, partake in social media. I do as well. Uh, in fact, we communicate via social media plenty of times uh, throughout uh, the days and weeks. But we are saying that it is dangerous, and we need to be aware.
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, there are temptations that are unique to social media, as are temptations that are unique to other, to anything that uh, we may decide that we're, whether we're going to participate in or not. It may have temptations that are more prevalent within that sphere. And um, and would we'll be in in, in in other spheres. And social media has a certain unique temptations.
1: Eight seven seven three eight one four five six seven questions at collegeview dot com. Let us know your thoughts or join in the chat room and uh, be a part of the program there as we talk about social media and it is a danger to us. The devil is a roaring lion, James. It's going about seeking whom he may devour. He'll look anywhere. He'll use anything that he can. And social media certainly is something that he can use.
2: Oh, absolutely, and he and he totally does. Um, he he uses it. Um, I mean, he uses it to tempt people to do things that they shouldn't do, and to use their time in ways that they shouldn't use it. Um, certainly, the devil, uh, as our adversary, is going to work through this as well as any other area.
1: First Peter chapter five verse eight says, "Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion, walking about seeking." whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. The devil is a roaring lion. And so tonight, the objective of our program is to help us be sober and be vigilant because we know the devil is out there. The devil would like to tempt us to sin. And if we will be aware of his devices and his ways of trying to tempt us, we'll be more equipped to resist uh, his temptations.
2: And this is an area where... Even Christians have put have let down their guard in terms of how to use social media. I, I, I'm sure you can I, I know I can think of specific examples of people that would do or say things online that would not do or say those same things in person, people that are Christians that are followers of Christ, but yet they would do those things online
1: and I'll do those things in person. All right, 877-381-4567, questions at collegeu.com. If you're on our update list earlier today, you got an email in which we asked you four questions to prompt your thoughts and to help us with the discussion tonight. We would like your input on these questions if you have not answered them already. If you are not on our update list, you can be so. Uh, If you will, send us an email and ask us just to put you on the list, and we'll include your email in our update list so you know the topic that we'll discuss Prior to the virtual Bible study each Thursday night But the questions for your consideration And we would like your participation in these questions Number one Is social media promoting narcissism We may have to define that word We'll get to that here in just a minute Is social media promoting narcissism Number two When does blogging become bragging What about blogging Can it become a bragging uh, event Uh, When does blogging become bragging Number three What are the implications of the amount of time some people are spending on social media? What are the implications of the amount of time some people are spending on social media? And number four, does social media provide an opportunity for infidelity? Specifically, we want to talk about infidelity in our marriage relationships. Does social media provide an opportunity for infidelity? Let us know your thoughts, again, via email or via the phone tonight, or join in the chat room with other listeners there tonight. Let's start Uh, James, as we look at some of the dangers And we will also say That uh, we'd like to hear your thoughts On any danger that you see Maybe they're not uh, the four that we've specifically used To kick off the discussion tonight Maybe you see another danger Another temptation with social media James, you had another one A fifth to add to our four That we want to talk about tonight But if you see a danger with social media Let us know what that danger you believe is But, James, let's kick off the discussion tonight talking about the amount of time that social media takes because it is becoming uh, a very time-consuming thing, Uh, the social media, keeping up with your acquaintances on the Internet and uh, their communications with you, your communications with them. Social media is a large consumer of time in an individual's life in the modern-day society. Absolutely, no question about it.
2: you know uh, the the amount of time when you when you count up the amount of time that you spend uh, in social media and every everything else that you have to do, the social media is definitely consuming a lot of time. I mean, uh, as we see in uh you know in one of
1: our articles here, um, this article was in the Christian Science Monitor, and the title of the article was "Is the Internet Cutting into Family Time?" James uh, appears from the uh, the uh, author there that. Uh, It is cutting into our family time. That's right. The
2: author of this article um, makes very astute observations, and it makes it worth reading the majority of the article. Uh, So we'll start at the beginning. Uh, Mom, dad, it may be time to shut down that computer and gather around the dinner dinner table. The Associated Press reports that increased Internet usage, along with proliferation of social networking sites such as Facebook and MySpace, may be a reason why families are spending less time together. A survey conducted last year by the Annenberg Center for Digital Future at the University of Southern California, reports that 28% of Americans said they were spending less time with household family members. In 2006, that number was 11%. The Center, which has been conducting surveys on Americans and the Internet since 2000, found that 44% of Americans said that they were sometimes or, that they, they were sometimes or often ignored by family members who spent too much time using the Internet, while 48% said they were ignored by family members who spent too much time watching TV. While the center does not blame the Internet or other forms of technology for causing families to spend less time together, researchers note that the rise in technology and the popularity of social networking are potential factors. In the AP story, uh, Matthew Gilbert, a senior fellow at the center, says, most people think the Internet and our digital future is boundless, and I do too. However, he adds, it can't be a good thing that families are spending less face-to-face time together. Ultimately, it leads to less cohesive and less communicative families. Though watching television, now listen to this paragraph right here, The watching television as a family can be a bonding activity, Mr. Gilbert notes that the Internet is mainly one-on-one activity and an activity that is consuming an average 17 hours per week
1: among Internet surfers. 17 hours a week, James. That's a, that's a huge amount of time.
2: That is an extremely large amount of time. I mean, when you look at everything else that we're trying to get accomplished, a typical family where you have both parents working, coming home from work, and somehow, and then, uh, and then of course, don't forget about the statistics on television, another program I'm sure, and then you look at the statistics on the internet. Where is the time to be to be spending with our families? It's it's simply impossible to spend this much time.
1: A Reader's Digest article that uh, was published recently uh, is under the title The Case for Taking Family Dinner Offline. Why it's more important than ever to detach from technology and reattach with family. And uh, the article goes on to say human beings are uh, crave variety and technology offers just that. Who's going to send the next text message? Who's going to fire off an email to you? Who's on your Facebook? The only way to find out is to plug in. And yet all that disconnection, one family member from another, is a major source of stress within many families today. Notice this, James. The author poses this question. Would it be possible for your family to set aside specific times for family meals? It may take a little bit of effort, but it is possible to align the schedules of family members to create a single dinner hour. This may be an uncomfortable option at first, but when a family dines together on a regular basis and truly has the opportunity for conversation uninterrupted by a cell phone that must be answered or a widescreen TV that refuses to be ignored, The benefits are enormous. This applies just as much to empty nesters and retirees as it does to those engaged in the challenge of raising children. If anything, a couple's need for communication and face-to-face time only increases when the children have moved on to college or other coming-of-age activities. James, they're saying that it is difficult for us in the society that we live in, surrounded by the social media that's in the world today. They're saying it's, a, it's incredibly difficult for us to have one hour a day with our family. That is alarming and uh, certainly is a danger. It is. Um,
2: you know, and, and the scriptures give families specific responsibilities. And De- Deuteronomy chapter 6, for example, in uh, uh, families, fathers specifically are given responsibility toward their children. Deuteronomy 6, beginning verse 7, you shall teach them... Uh, He's talking about the word of God, verse 6, these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. Now, unless all this uh, Facebooking and Twittering is being used to transmit the uh, word of God to our children, we must be spending too much time. Engage in this.
1: Certainly, it is alarming. Psalm 39, the 39th Psalm, beginning of verse 4, we read: "Lord, make me to know mine end, and the measure of my days, what it is, that I may know how frail I am. Behold, thou hast made my days as a handbreadth, and my age is as nothing before thee. Barely every man at his best state is altogether vanity." James, we have a short amount of time here on the earth. The Psalmist there refers to it as a handbreadth, a very short amount of time. And we are wasting an enormous amount of time in things that are relatively unimportant. And we're neglecting our family and our children and our relationships because of this. We'll talk more about it on the other side of the break, James, but it certainly is alarming. We'll want to talk about some other dangers, and we'd like to get your input. What do you see as some dangers of social media on the Internet today Let us know your thoughts, 877-381-4567, questions at collegeview.com. Don't go anywhere. The virtual Bible study continues right after this.
0: Did you hear what they just said? Call in during this break and let everyone know what you think. The virtual Bible study continues after this announcement. Hi, I'm Wade Shelton. In 1 Peter 3.15, the scripture says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. You see, we believe here at College View that we should be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks it. And I believe that we are dedicated to this cause. That's why we here at College View bring you the virtual Bible study each week. Our hope is that you will join us each week here on the virtual Bible study in hopes of strengthening your faith so that you will be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks if you a reason of the hope that is in you. Please join us here every Thursday night on the Virtual Bible Study. I know that it's worth an hour of your time.
2: My name is Jack Coleman, a member of the College View Church of Christ. We're glad you're listening to the Virtual Bible Study, and we hope you'll tell others about the program. We're always open to your feedback concerning topics for
3: discussion and suggestions as how we can make the program more effective. Drop us a line at questions at collegeview.com or call us toll-free at 877-381-4567.
0: A streaming Bible study. Why didn't I think of that? Now back to the guys. And
1: welcome back to the virtual Bible study. We're glad you're a part of it tonight, and we look forward to your participation. Join in over the phone or over the email tonight as we talk about social media. And, James, we got into the discussion of social media. Maybe we ought to define our terms because there may be some who are not familiar with social media. Maybe their the time that they spend on the Internet is limited and uh, they have not been exposed to social media. And give us a rundown of what we're talking about when we talk about social media.
2: So social media is basically a class of web technology on the Internet that allows you or allows a user to publish content at will instantly, basically, and allows you to form networks with other individuals on the basis of uh, either by, by finding them on the internet and and bringing them in through whatever contact you have but um, the social networking then is is basically you're forming a network of individuals that you communicate with and um, you you uh, communicating in this uh, in the, through the internet
1: now there's another I mean. term that has been created within the past few years and that is blog and blogging what is, what are we talking about when we talk about a blog or blogging so a blog versus something like Facebook, for example,
2: a blog is basically it's just a one-way communication where I'm posting whatever I feel like
1: I need to post. It would that be the, 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 the Internet equivalent of a diary. Oh, absolutely, totally. Okay, yep. It's a great, great example. Okay, all right. And then Facebook, you mentioned that. Uh, give us a rundown of Facebook.
2: So Facebook is s- similar to that, except it doesn't have as much space for posting that kind of content but it allows me to post many other kinds of content, including pictures of myself or other things that I might like to post pictures of. It'll, it gives me the capability to instantly message with other people so I can go to Facebook and I can click on it and bring up my list and see who's online and decide I'm going to engage in a conversation with them. Okay. Um, and so um, and that, that's, that's basically what Facebook is. MySpace is very similar to that
1: okay. as well. All right. And so these are some of the social medias that we're talking about our media we're talking about, Uh, Twitter is another, but just the interaction of people on the Internet, and we're looking at some of the dangers that are associated with that. We're looking forward to hearing from you at 877-381-4567, questions at collegeview.com. Before the break, we were talking about time, uh, James, and we ran out of time. Uh, We want to talk about what our listeners see as the danger, referring to the amount of time that we spend on the Internet. Keith in Hendersonville, Tennessee, sends in uh, his response. He says... Um, It is addictive, the social media, he believes, is addictive. However, as with anything, people need to be cognizant of how they are using it and how much time they are spending doing so and whether that time is being spent in quality production of life. God holds us responsible for our time. He references redeeming the time, uh, the the passages that tell us to redeem the time. And if we are merely using all of our time non-productively in social exchange, that isn't good. There may be many of us who are using tools like Facebook and MySpace to teach the gospel that we spend a number of hours a week in doing so uh, to the glory of God. And I agree. There are many people who are using the social media for the spread of the gospel, James. I think you probably have done this as well with some of your, your interaction on uh, social media, uh, and that's a good tool for that. But uh, Keith warns us if we're being unproductive, and we're wasting our time, we'll be responsible for that.
2: Well, you know, it's uh, uh, idle chit-chat is uh, definitely, uh, you know, something that the scriptures do not encourage us to engage in. And uh, uh, social media certainly allows us to engage in idle chit-chat. Nonproductive conversation doesn't accomplish anything.
1: All right, 877-381-4567, questions at collegeview.com. Thank you, Keith, for your email tonight. And Eric in Fayetteville, Tennessee, uh, it says, just like TV or any other recreational or entertainment activity, there is a danger that social media can end up consuming too much of our time. We are told to redeem the time. Again, he references Ephesians 5:16 and Colossians 4, verse 5. We will have to give an account of how we have been stewards of our time as the parable of the talents illustrates. So thank you, Eric, for that comment and agree oh, yeah. that uh, we've got to be careful about the use of our time. And certainly social media is providing us with the opportunity to allow a lot of our time to be consumed And we need to be careful about that You know I find it interesting I was
2: just thinking about this that uh, We spend a lot of time uh, in social media Forming these networks and that sort of thing But you know we have uh, As Christians we have networks available to us For instance in the local church That uh, that should Be fulfilling relationships for us Along with our, of course our family and that sort of thing uh, It's interesting that we spend so much time Time doing that but you know, uh, we, we we've referenced several times uh, Ephesians five in verse uh, verses uh, uh, fourteen and, and fifteen. Uh, look care, or verse fifteen. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because days are evil. And, Absolutely. Yep. We'll be held accountable for how we
1: use them Okay. Let us know your thoughts at eight seven seven three eight one four five six seven or questions at collegeview.com dot com. Someone in the chat room, I don't know this person's name, but says I study the Bible on the internet, and certainly that is a an admirable thing to do, and certainly a good use of the Internet and a wise use of our time. And uh, we've got to be making the most use of our time in studying the Bible on the Internet or in person with other people, however we may do it, it's certainly a good use of our
2: time. The Internet has has so many tools available for Bible study even that, you know, um, that you, you think about libraries full or preacher's libraries full of books, you know, all of those books,
1: most of those books can be accessible online now. Certainly, I have a a large library of books on my computer. Uh, Rather than having the stacks of books uh, beside my desk, they're all there on the computer, and it certainly is a time saver and an excellent study aid. Absolutely. Now, James, we want to talk about another danger as we look into social media and the dangers that it presents to us today. One of those dangers that we see is the danger of narcissism. And, James, I think I brought this uh, topic up to you, and it's maybe not something that you had thought about too much. But uh, narcissism is a $5 word. Give us a definition of that, if you'll break that down into terms that are more easily understood. What is narcissism?
2: Absolutely, yeah. And and, and you're right, Jacob. I had not given much thought. I had, I had heard that uh, social media... Uh, could lead to narcissism But as, as, as we've talked a little bit It certainly can It makes a lot of sense that it would But narcissism uh, basically describes The trait of excessive self-love Based on self-image or ego um, The term is derived From Greek mythology of narcissists And Narcissus was a handsome Greek youth Who rejected the desperate advances Of the nymph Echo uh, As punishment He was doomed to fall in love With his own reflection In a pool of water Unable to consummate his love, narcissists hide away and
1: change into a flower that bears his
2: name, the, the
1: narcissist. Okay, now that's just, that's just myth and fable. That's not really something that happened. But that's where the right. name, that's where the word comes from. Yep. And uh, what is the definition of it again, James?
2: So the definition is the, the, the trait of excessive self-love based on self-image or ego. So uh, it's recognized as a personality disorder. Um, it's used. They're often used as pejoratives to describe vanity Conceit, egotism, or simple selfishness Applied to a social group It's sometimes used to denote elitism Or an indifference to the plight of others
1: Okay, so we could basically say That narcissism is being self-absorbed, James Ooh. Being only concerned about myself And wanting to pr- promote myself uh, Elevate myself above everyone else Because I think I'm somehow more important I'm better looking I'm special and more important than those who i 'm around,
2: well social media, I have my own little world. I can say whatever I want uh, anytime I want to say it to and, and uh, expect that maybe somebody else might want to read it because I think it 's important
1: people look, people, I want people are going to look at me and be concerned about me yep. and 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 the whole inner focus of this and turning and looking at myself and being consumed with myself self absorbed that 's something that 's dangerous and something that 's contrary to what the Bible teaches us about how we ought to view ourselves in relationship to, to others. And uh, there have been studies about this, James, and articles written, ABC, abcnews.com has an article, Facebook, where narcissists get together. And the article is uh, says that for people with narcissistic qualities, social networking sites are effective vehicles of self-promotion. Online, they can assemble armies of casual friends, choose the photos in which they look most attractive, and through quotes and comments about themselves, create a compelling personal narrative. The idea is I'm trying to promote myself, James, because I'm the most important person here, and I just need other people to look at me and notice how important I
3: am.
2: Yep, and that, and that idea, and, and that that is certainly a side effect of this idea of uh, – of of the social media. It is focused on the individual. Every individual is absolutely important.
1: Our phone line is open at 877-381-4567. That is toll-free. We're paying the bill tonight, so join in. Let us know your thoughts via the phone tonight or send your comments to questions at collegeview.com, and we'll remind you you can join in in the chat room as well. So we look forward to hearing from you. Uh, James, as uh, we think about uh, narcissism or self-absorption or being concerned about myself, we see numerous scriptures that warn us about being concerned about ourselves to the exclusion of being concerned about others. In fact, we're told in, from the scriptures we ought to be more concerned about others than we are about ourselves.
2: Right, like in Romans 15, beginning verse 1, we, are, we who are strong have an obligation to bear with the feelings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good, to build him up. Well, Christ did not please himself, as has written the reproaches of those who reproached who reproached you fell on me. Um, and so you know Christ didn't seek to please himself,
1: he thought about others, certainly, in Philippians chapter two references that attitude that Christ had. Philippians chapter two, verse three beginning, says, Let nothing be done of one uh, through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than himself. Look not every man on his own things. Don't be absorbed with myself, James. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Being fashioned as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And so... We need to follow the attitude that Christ had—not be concerned and consumed with ourselves and our selfish interest, but be concerned about others and how we can assist and help them, rather than self-promotion, as the article on ABC.com notes. N- narcissists are doing on social media. Instead, let's be more concerned about others.
2: And you know, and social media certainly does allow for that as a side effect as well. In that, if we see through the social media. Platform, I guess that we see somebody is potentially suffering or or they indicate that they've had that they're having a problem that does give us an opportunity that we should look for. Um, That could be a positive use of that.
1: Okay, And uh, along those lines, Keith uh, in Hendersonville, Tennessee, responded to our question today. He says, uh, is social media promoting narcissism? He says, I'm not sure that it is promoting narcissism, but there are narcissistic people who use it as a means of promoting their ego. And that certainly is the case. It may not be the cause of it. Maybe people are just using the me- the media for that purpose. But I I think it's a temptation as well, James. As we see this, the way that it's structured, it it lends us to believe that we're important. That other people really need to be concerned. Oh yeah, absolutely. about our life and what we're doing. When we ought to be more interested in finding out about others' lives and how we can assist them.
2: And the way that, and again, you it really goes back to it. Also goes back to the time thing in that. Um, in order to find out about the um, about the needs and the, and the concerns of others, that that again does require uh, an amount of time that being engaged in social media simply drops.
1: Okay, in Second Timothy chapter three, beginning of verse one, we read about the last times. We believe we've been in the last times for about two thousand years, the last dispensation in which God will deal with mankind. But in Second Timothy chapter three, beginning of verse one. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. And it goes on to list covetous, bro- boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, and it, the list goes on. One of the characteristics there, James, was they're lovers of their own selves. And certainly those who are narcissistic and are using social media and those who social media has tempted in to being narcissistic are lovers of them on, their own selves.
2: Absolutely, no, no question about it.
1: All right, let's go to a break, and then when we come back, we'll continue the discussion on the other side. Let us know your thoughts. Over the phone or over email tonight, Greg is listening. Don't know where Greg is tonight, but he says, on Facebook there are games that encourage stealing, such as barn buddies and mugging people in mafia wars. People who would never do those things in real life do bad things in the virtual world. James, are you familiar with barn buddies? And vert, and mafia wars. I'm familiar with mafia wars.
2: I, I I'm not a participant in mafia wars, but uh, I get in, invitations uh, many times, often uh, from Christians, to engage in mafia wars, to send somebody a bomb or
1: to, you know, something like that. Well, we appreciate you abstaining for that, but appreciate I, I Greg's got, comments because it is there. Yeah, people right. are doing that. I mean, we may it may they, people may think it's it's innocent and it's really just fun and games, but the thoughts are there. And that can lead us down a dangerous path. We appreciate your comments tonight, Greg. 877-381-4567. Questions at collegeview.com. Don't go anywhere. The virtual Bible study continues right after this.
0: Did you hear what they just said? Call in during this break and let everyone know what you think. The
4: virtual Bible study continues after this announcement. This is Greg Gwynn with this week's bullet point. I am resolved no longer to linger. So say the words of the old familiar song. And it's an important concept, too. Consider some who should take the message to heart. First of all, there are those who are not yet Christians. If you have never named the name of the Lord Jesus, if you have not yet submitted to his will, if you have yet to obey the simple plan of salvation, you should linger no longer. Please realize that your sins have not been forgiven. You are outside the fold of safety. You are in jeopardy of being lost eternally. Make the important decision to obey now. You will not regret it, and you cannot afford to delay Acts 22, verse 16 says, And now, why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized, and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Secondly, there are some who are not faithful in the Lord's service, who need to think about the danger of lingering. There are too many who once began to serve the Lord, but have since fallen back into unfaithfulness. If you are one of these, we humbly beg you to consider the seriousness of your situation. You know that you need to fulfill the commitments you made to the Lord. The danger of dying in your present condition is too great. Don't wait. In 2 Peter chapter 2, beginning verse 20, we read, The latter end is worse with them than the beginning, for it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it has happened unto them according to the true proverb, The dog is turned to his own vomit again, and the sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. Finally, even those who continue to work faithfully in the kingdom need to spend some time in careful self-examination. Is there more you can do? Is there something you can improve on? Are there things that can be made better? In 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5, we're encouraged to examine your own selves, whether you be in the faith. Prove your own selves. What better time than now? Resolve to linger no longer. That's this week's bullet point. Think about it. My name is Cole, and I'm eight years old. My name is Thomas, and I'm seven years old. In our family, loved to to a we love to listen and learn to we
0: Use your Internet connection for something good. Listen to the Virtual Bible Study every week. Now, back to the program.
1: Ed, welcome back to the Virtual Bible Study tonight as we talk about the dangers of social media. We appreciate everyone who's out there on the Internet tonight. We hope you'll participate in the discussion. You can join in in the chat room or you can join in over the phone or over, the, over email tonight. We have an email coming in from Indiana, uh, James, who says, Years ago I was chatting in a health chat room. This was not wasting time as it was for educational purposes. What I did find out quickly was that time flies when you were using the internet. I started at eight o'clock one night, and when I was and when I next looked at the clock, it was two o'clock in the morning. Then I realized that time can go quickly when you're not even aware of it. Most of the time spent on the internet is wasted by idle chatting with friends. We can better use our time in more constructive ways. And I'm not saying that the Internet is bad, just you must use it responsibly. Bible study with others and research are two examples of good uses. And, James, that's an excellent point. You know, we talk about our lives being busy and there's no time. We, have, we don't have enough time to study the Bible. We don't have enough time to talk with people about the gospel. We don't have enough time to train up our children, but we're wasting a lot of time on things like social media. You've got time to
2: update your Facebook status. You've got time to tell somebody what they need to do to be saved. It takes about the same
3: amount of time. Oh, good point, James.
1: 877-381-4567, questions at collegeview.com. What do you think about social media? What are some dangers that you see? And hopefully you'll see some dangers that we don't see so we can be more aware of how the devil may try and get us to sin. We talked about narcissism before the program, James. We talked about the fact that narcissism is a self-absorption, a self-promotion, thinking that I'm more important than everyone else. Closely associated with that is another problem that I think that uh, is in the world today through social media. It's not a new sin, but it has a new avenue in which it can be displayed. And that is the idea of boasting. You talked about blogs, James. Blogs are basically diaries on the Internet, which we tell other people what we're doing in our lives. Do you see any danger that as maybe some of this narcissism comes out in our life, that blogging could become a bragging session? Oh, absolutely. Um,
2: again, we can we can look at ourselves. We can look at what we think that we have accomplished. We can share that with the world, thinking that that is something that everybody should should glory in. And um, and, and and of course, I want to be careful here in that if there's something that we're re- genuinely rejoicing about, obviously it's great to. To post that, uh, there's nothing wrong with posting updates about what we're doing in our day-to-day lives for those that uh, that we don't get to communicate with very much. But uh, both,
1: I've seen a lot of people use the internet for um, posting pictures of their baby. Uh, you know, they've got a, a newborn baby for relatives that are far away. Oh, we didn't. None of our relatives had ever seen okay. the the newborn babies.
2: But okay. uh, um, but uh, uh, there is a danger that we can boast about. Uh, we end up boasting about. What we think
1: is Let important. me tell you how smart my newborn baby is, or how beautiful my newborn baby is, or or how incredible I am, mm-hmm. or what kind of special things I was able to do.
2: Right, or something people will use it to promote what they think is the best way to do something. Okay. Um, and personal I, I, opinion? Oh, yeah, personal opinion. Um, I, I absolutely. Just promoting that and making other people feel bad um, via the blog. I, I have, I've seen all of those things occur. And and those are definitely abuses of it
1: Let us know your thoughts about uh, boasting Is uh, the the social media promoting uh, boasting Um, You know, pride is a dangerous thing, James And boasting is closely associated with that In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 The passage that is famous for giving us the characteristics of love That we all need to put into our life In verse 4 of 1 Corinthians chapter 13 Love is patient, love is kind It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. If I love others, I'm not going to boast about my circumstances, my uh, life, because I would not want to make others feel uh, somehow inferior because I love them. I will not boast myself. That's right. We want to lift
2: them up. We want to do what we can to help each other. We want to do what we can to help lift, lift other people up instead of trying to promote ourselves
1: certainly and it's and we we're going to be careful again James to say that it's not wrong to put to have a blog or to post things about what we've been up to or pictures of our new baby or whatever it may be but the attitude has to be kept in check well,
2: so even good even good news can be thrown in the face of others and can lead
1: to that. let's use a couple of passages to discuss that James the first one 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 10 Great. Did you want me to read it? No, I was going to read it to you, but you can go ahead and read it, James. Oh, I'm sorry. You were <laughs> Did you? Were you uh, go ahead. No, go ahead, James.
2: Okay. By, by the grace of God, I am what I am, and His grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. James,
1: why are you what you are? Why do you have the things that you enjoy? You're the, you're the,
2: by the, by the, by the grace of God.
1: You don't deserve any of them. Oh no. And certainly, you know, I would not. It, for me to boast about my job promotion, for me to pro, pro, to boast about how smart my children are or how beautiful my family is, uh, for me to boast, it's taking the glory away from God and make and somehow shifting the focus to me to make it look like I am the reason why I, I am what I am. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. Absolutely, James chapter 1 verse 17 says Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above And cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variable, just neither shadow of turning If it's good in my life, James God needs to be given the glory for it I don't need to take it for my own Absolutely,
3: that's exactly right
1: And, uh, and the danger is and Again, James, we, we want to make sure that people don't Misunderstand what we're saying It's not wrong to post things If you get a promotion at work, James It would not be wrong to tell your friends about it On your social media sites
2: well, uh, it, that that depends. I mean, uh, what if what if I have friends that uh, aren't their work isn't going well?
1: Maybe they just got laid off. I might want to refrain from that.
2: That might be. How about some how about some discretion? Okay. How about some judgment? Okay. That's a point five we might or might not get to, right?
0: Okay. Disc- All right.
2: Discretion or judgment is something that is lost in the social media realm. Okay. You want to you want to go into depth on that? Yeah, absolutely. So. The social media realm allows us to say whatever it is we, we feel like saying whenever it is that we want to say it instantly. It leaves no room for thought in what we say in the way that is generally used and it leaves very little room for discretion in what we say. And it has led to a severe decline in the quality of communication between each other. And people are willing to say and or do, like, uh, like uh, Greg wrote in about, things that we would not normally do in ordinary life. Discretion is out the window online. I mean, when I go to a blog of a Christian and I hear a rap song with with a loud cussing, and I go to the website or the 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 uh, the Facebook page of a girl that claims to be a Christian and I see pictures of herself dressed immodestly, where is the discretion? Where is the judgment? It's not there. It's not there at all.
1: All right. And along those lines, James, I have an email from Mark, who's in Indiana, and he's at a young people's camp this summer. Uh, and said that several of the counselor ladies had an evening discussion with the young ladies discussing some of the pictures and discussions they've seen on Facebook and other social media sites in the past months. He says improper photos of girls in bikinis, setting in bars, etc. It's like they think nobody from church will see it. (laughs) In fact, that was the question. He says, the question was posed to these young girls, you walk in and your Facebook page is up on the projector at church for all to see, how would you feel at that moment? It's an interesting question, and certainly, hopefully, it caused some people to reflect. And What are we doing online, and would we want other people to see it? And I I believe that as a Christian,
2: when I I see such a thing, it, it is my responsibility as a Christian to go to that other Christian and question why it is that they would behave in such a way online. Okay, and not
1: in person. All right, 877-381-4567, questions at com. Rick is in the chat room tonight, and he references Romans chapter 12, verse 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. James, this is, as Rick has pointed out for us, thankfully, this is the heart of the matter. man. Yeah. We cannot be like, people of the world are going to use social media for all types of sinful behavior. We've got to be different than that. We cannot follow the standards that they established. We've got to be following the standards that God has established.
2: When we decide how our minds are going to be engaged, we always have to ask the question, as Christians, does it renew my mind or does it uh, deteriorate my mind? It's going to be one or the other. Does it help me grow or does it not help me grow? And uh, if it doesn't, or if it's not edifying, if it's not to the glory of God, then um, then what is it?
1: 877-381-4567. The line is open, and we're standing by to take your call. We'd also like your email. Join in on the program via the email. We're going to take our last break, and then we go to the top of the hour. Time for you to get in on the program. Plenty of time for your comments. What are some dangers that you see in social media? Let us know on the program tonight. Don't go anywhere. We're back right after this.
0: These guys are doing all of the talking. We need to hear from you. Call in now. The Virtual Bible Study continues right after this.
3: Hi, I'm Anthony Petrochko, a member of the College View Church of Christ. Thanks for listening to the Virtual Bible Study. We want to remind you that our website, www.collegeview.com or www.thevirtualbiblestudy.com has lots of valuable study tools available for your use. First, you can find archives of all our past programs there. We've covered a wide variety of topics, including doctrinal issues, moral and ethical questions, and many things related to living daily as a Christian. And while we don't have a search engine option on our website, remember that you can hit Control-F and type in a keyword. You'll then see that keyword highlighted on the page. For instance, if you hit Control-F and type in the word worship, you'd find these past programs that we've conducted. Does it matter how we worship? What about contemporary worship and hand clapping? Our Worship, Pleasing to God or Pleasing to Man, and Instrumental Music in Worship. That's just an example, but you get the idea as to how the webpage can be used to help in your study of various subjects. Also remember that we have copies of our church bulletin on the website, and these bulletins include articles on hundreds of topics. You'll also find some recorded sermons, some Bible tracts, as well as information about the College View Church. So be sure to check out the valuable resources on our website. Again, the address is collegeview.com or thevirtualbiblestudy.com. And thanks again for listening to the Virtual Bible Study. Be sure to tell others. My name is Alex Dvorak reminding you to listen to the Virtual Bible Study every Thursday night three o'clock Central Time.
0: For he hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Hebrews 13, verses 5 and 6. The virtual Bible study continues.
1: And welcome back to the virtual Bible study tonight as we talk about dangers of social media. We hope that you will join in on the last few minutes of the program tonight. We look forward to hearing from you, James. We're talking about the some of the th- things we've talked about. We've talked about the time that it consumes. We don't have enough time to study our Bibles, so we've got plenty of time. For the social media, that needs to change We need to take care of our Bible study We need to take care of our other obligations And then if we've got any time And we may have to say, I don't have any time For social media, and that would be okay As long as we take care of our other priorities first Talk about our time, talk about narcissism That idea of self-promotion Me wanting to promote myself Closely related to that, we began the discussion of boasting And the dangers of boasting Along those lines, Keith uh, has responded He's in Hendersonville again says that uh, to the question, when does blogging become bragging? He said that would depend, would it not, on the nature of the blog. I know many brethren who are using blogging as a means of promoting the gospel. I hardly think they are braggers. I use blogging in my work as an educational consultant, as a means of teaching. And certainly we would not uh, have any problem with those constructive uses. We're talking about bragging. And James, as we think about boasting and bragging, one of uh, those uh One of the reasons why we do that is we fail to realize the source of our blessings. We begin to think that we're somehow special. We're somehow responsible for the blessings that we enjoy. When God tells us that he's the reason why we're blessed, and he's the reason why we enjoy the things that we enjoy. Over in Deuteronomy chapter 8, the children of Israel were going into the land of Canaan. They were going to be blessed abundantly there. They were going to enjoy things, but they had absolutely no... Uh, reason to enjoy They they were going to enjoy uh, vineyards That they did not plant They were going to go enjoy crops That they did not uh, they would not uh, have to tend God was going to bless them So much abundantly And then in verse 12 of Deuteronomy chapter 8 uh, Verse 11 actually Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God In keeping his commandments and his judgments And his statutes which I command thee this day Lest when thou hast eaten and art full And hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein And when thy herds and thy flocks multiply And thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied. Then thy heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness wherein were fiery serpents and and scorpions and drought, where there was no water, who brought thee forth water out of the flint of rock, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, and that thou might, and might, he might prove thee to do thee good at thy latter end. And thou say in thy heart, my power and the might of my hand hath gotten me this wealth. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. And so the children of Israel were going to get proud. They were going to be blessed, and they were going to think that it was their power, their might, their wisdom perhaps James Their hard work that had gotten them the blessings That they enjoyed And they perhaps were going to start boasting and bragging about that Saying look at me Look at how much gold I have Look how, many, how, my, how big my flock is And God said you do not forget That I'm the reason why you enjoy The blessings that you enjoy And we need to remember that as well When we think about the temptation to, to boast And to brag on the internet That's a passage that should really give us some
2: perspective we, uh, we, we enjoy our blessings in very much the same way, especially here in, in the United States of America. We live in cities that we did not build. We, you know we enjoy blessings that we did not directly uh, have to uh, earn. Um, we have opportunities that um, perhaps that, that uh, in a country like this are relatively easy. It's very easy for our hearts to be lifted up.
1: Certainly is James. We think about all the blessings that we enjoy. And people in other countries can work longer and harder than we can all of the time and could not achieve the level of blessing that we enjoy with the amount of work that we do. Uh, we've been blessed beyond uh, measure, and it is because of God's grace towards us. We need not to uh, be lifted up in pride as the children of Israel were tempted to do. James, there's another uh, temptation on the Internet, on the social media that we need to talk about tonight, and that is the temptation for infidelity. Talking about infidelity in our marriage relationships, James, do you see that uh, the Internet and social media in particular are a temptation and an opportunity for uh, infidelity to occur?
2: Well, again, that which does not seem real in, like, the social media in terms of what we say, letting our guard down. Those kind of issues can very, can become very real very quickly.
1: I came across this uh, post on the Internet, James, As I did a little bit of searching. Someone, I don't know who this is, don't know their background, but someone asked, do you think the use of social media is causing infidelity to increase? This person says, I am 27, but many of my friends are into their 40s and 50s. Lately, a couple of them have reconnected with old boyfriend friends via social media networks. In both cases, the ex was the one who found them and started the conversation. In discussing what their conversations, interactions, and even face-to-face meetings have involved, some of in my group have questioned the intentions of the said exes. It has all started to make me wonder, do you think that as more and more people have Become active on social networks, the chance and occurrence of infidelity is bound to rise. And not just any demographic. In the last 60 days, the number of U.S. users on Facebook over the age of 35 has doubled. The majority of Facebook users are now over the age of 25, with 26 to 44-year-olds comprising 40 per, 41% of the market. The largest single-growing demographic is women. Over the age of 55, while well, neither of my friends has done anything wrong, it seems like social networks Opened doors into the past that otherwise would have remained closed Will there be any correlation bec- between rates of infidelity, divorce, etc. As these tools gain more users And so this astute person, James, is saying, is this dangerous? And it appears from this person's experiences and common sense, James, that These things could be very dangerous and promote and give the opportunity for infidelity.
2: Well, again, it comes back to the idea of playing with fire. Um, You know, there's a good book. It's called uh, Point Man, and it talks about basically being the kind of man that God wants us to be. Uh, It's a very good book. And one of the points that he makes in that book is that when a man is heading down the road of infidelity, he becomes hooked first emotionally. And the way that that happens is usually by communication with a uh, another female female other than his wife, that communication grows and escalates and eventually can culminate in a in a in a physical relationship, so it begins with what happens um, you know out of the bedroom
1: so james uh, you 're saying that then this communication is sort of the door that leads to down the road uh, to infidelity, and certainly the social media gives us the opportunity to. Have that communication.
2: Well, absolutely, you know, uh, uh, Mr. Rader, who preaches over at uh, Mooresville Pike, where where I, where I attend, um, has a sermon. He talks about the number one problem in marriage, and he has consistently said in his marriage of, I think, almost 60 years, that communication is the number one problem in marriage, and of course, the number one, the most important thing in building a strong marriage, and that is, in my limited almost six years. That's true. I'm sure you found out to be true, too, that it is probably the most important key to a strong marriage.
1: All right, it absolutely is. 877-381-4567, questions at collegeu.com. Greg comments again on the program, and Greg tells us this time he is from McMinnville. So, Greg, we appreciate you being over there in McMinnville, Tennessee, tonight. He says, I think technology and social media can be used for good or evil. The same Internet connection that brings me the virtual Bible study can also deliver pornography or contact that could result in an infidelity, it all comes down to the individual while technology may change, people do not. The Bible has a lot to say about the individual. Greg, we appreciate those comments, and I agree. it is up to us as individuals we can use anything for good or for bad. Yeah, David David used a rooftop, okay, and that's a great thing in my house. it keeps the rain off of my off of my head no, absolutely, but he he, he, he uses used it for evil evil, okay, all right. let us know your thoughts. We have time for your phone call or we have time for your email. Tonight, what about infidelity, James? Uh, What does the Bible tell us about um, about the uh, obligations we have to our spouse?
2: Well, of course, uh, in First Corinthians six verses eighteen and nineteen, we're told uh, uh, Paul told the Corinthians to flee fornication. Every sin that a man does is without the body. He that commits fornication sins against his own body. Uh, What do you know? Do you not know that the body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own? And so we're told to flee fornication. Run from it,
1: oh, right? And uh, sadly, there are not people who are doing that on on the
2: social media. It's sites. sort of a neutral thing, you know. Um, but but it, we have to run from it. We we see that uh, that it's it's coming. That's what gets back to being vigilant.
3: Okay.
1: All right. And Second uh, Timothy chapter two verse twenty two tells us similarly: flee also youthful lusts, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace within the call of the Lord out of a pure heart. Again, James, we've got to flee. We don't need to be playing with any of that fire. That is uh, that could be prevalent on the social media sites today.
2: Yeah, Joseph didn't try to reason with Potiphar's wife. He, he fled. He, Did, didn't he, didn't chat, saw, he didn't chat with her. He it. didn't chat. As soon as he saw it heading the wrong way, he was out of there. Okay.
3: Done.
1: All right. Uh, let's talk about uh, our, our listeners' responses. Keith uh, in Hendersonville says, does social media provide an opportunity for infidelity? He says, there have been any number of people who met someone online and then began having an illicit affair with that person. The condemnation falls on the unfaithfulness of the person who does so and not particularly in the medium of their meeting. An extramarital or premarital affa- marital affair may start in a grocery store line, but they do not condemn the clerk. So he's not condemning the social media, and we're not condemning it either, but we're saying it's a dangerous thing that we need to be aware of. We're trying to raise the flag
2: that it, it is something that uh... – Again, it's very easy to abuse in this direction.
1: All right, and Alan <coughs> uh, chimes in tonight. I believe Alan is in Alabama. He says this is an important topic. He says, I serve as an elder here and have dealt with several problems that stem from social media. They range from compelling, uh, competing narcissism to blatant unrighteousness. I happily have gotten three different people to shut down MySpace and Facebook. Christians really need to be aware of the dangers this media presents. And James, we agree it's very dangerous, and it may be wise to shut some of it down, if not all of it. If the temptation, uh, if de- the devil is using this as an avenue to tempt us to sin, then it certainly is
3: not worth it.
2: Well, it's sort of the alcoholic, al- alcoholics anonymous way of looking at it. And though we don't condone the drinking of alcohol in any amount, but the the um, the AA folks would say that um, don't even don't ever touch alcohol again want you to have left it, uh, because of the addiction and 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 the problems that that poses, and uh, I, I believe it's the same with the social media. We find ourselves going that direction. Get rid of it.
1: Throw it Pro, out. Proverbs chapter four verse twenty three is a good place to end tonight, James. That's right. Proverbs four twenty three says, "Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life." We've got to be diligent. We've got to make sure that we keep it. We're keeping our hearts pure. We got to make sure that we do not allow the social media that's in the world today. To corrupt our hearts, because if it corrupts our hearts, we will not be pleasing to God. We will not go to heaven when we die. Absolutely, James. Thank you for your time tonight. A good discussion about social media, and uh, we're not condemning it again, James. We're just saying that we've got to be aware of the dangers that are out there. Be on guard, because the devil will use any way that he can to try and get us to sin.
2: We have to walk with, in this life by faith and not by sight. We have to walk with, but with we have to walk circumspectly, watching where
1: we're going. James, thank you for your time tonight. I appreciate you taking time from your family to be a part of the virtual Bible study tonight. Good to be here. All right. We appreciate you being out there on the virtual Bible study tonight. We hope you benefited from our time that we spent on the Internet tonight studying the Bible. If you have any questions or comments about the things that we have said tonight and you'd like to get in touch with us, you can use our email address or our telephone number anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We'd love to hear from you. We hope that you will make plans to be back here next week for another edition of the virtual Bible study. And in the meantime, we encourage you to put God first in your life, study his inspired word, the Bible, and live by it every day. You'll never regret it.